0: Aloha, everyone, and welcome to the Sonic Collective's review for our pick for February 2022, The Mirror Conspiracy by Thievery Corporation. This is Scott Coates, and it was my pick this month, and I chose this because Soul was the genre for this cycle. And I realized this isn't quite soul, but I looked at things like who is Jill Scott and Maxwell and an Al Green record. And I liked them, but I just found like they had too many slow songs that I didn't want to contend with. And I found myself listening to this album a couple of times and I thought, wow, this band and this album is interesting. And I guess it's not really a band. It's essentially two people, Eric Hilton and Rob Garza. They wrote, produced, recorded it with Pam Bricker featured on vocals on quite a few of the tracks. So I'm joined as usual by Alan Dupuy, Scott Gregory, and Darren Scott, all in Calgary, Alberta. And let's just get right into what you all thought of this. I'm going to throw it to Scott Gregory
1: uh yeah it was an interesting choice uh i had never heard of them before so i did some digging and on wikipedia you know they're listed as house trip hop chill out type stuff like that Uh, and i could hear all those elements in the music but when you blend them together there is actually a real soulful vibe that comes out of a good number of these tracks right so i don't think you were completely off on this one you know i went through a, a bossa nova phase and the the lyrics the singing on this really it comes through on this another artist called Olivia Ong is a, a bossa nova singer who's from Singapore and she sings in English uh, Mandarin and Japanese and uh, I find the light accent both endearing in both cases of, of the the musicians on here and it really adds to the flavor of the music um, yeah, I honestly found it was hard to believe that this was an American band. I'm definitely not like a trip house, atmospheric type of guy, so I don't have a lot of reference points to call on immediately to, to see if this is an American sound. But on my playthroughs, uh, I couldn't help feeling a deep kinship between this album uh, and a band that blew up in the 90s as well called Enigma, and I'm sure everyone has heard Enigma before. Uh, they had a similar vibe for me. Um, Obviously, Enigma included more Celtic and then expanded out in some of their later albums into more world cultural influences. Uh, but they did influ- or release their first three albums before this one dropped. So I'm thinking there could be some influence going on here, I'm not too sure, but sound came through for me. Yeah, Burial Alto is probably my favorite track on the album. It's an instrumental, but it just bops and I could definitely listen to it all day. It was definitely a keeper. Uh, Le Monde uh, was probably the closest thing to a soul song that I found on the album. It's just such a clear, soulful tone to the uh, the singing on this, and it's impossible impo- not to hear that soulfulness coming through, right? Uh, and she's obviously singing in fluent French, uh, but I found later that she also has Iranian roots, and that comes through as well, too, in this album. Yeah, we often talk about replayability. and You can
2: pick up Iranian? That's pretty good, man. Well, oh,
1: I can pick up French, a, a but then I can read Iranian. Iranian in there. petit sur ça, certainement. No, I picked up the French, and then I went and I looked and I found the Iranian. So that was part of that background dinging, right? So we often talk about replayability, uh, and I think I could have this entire thing on just loop for days and not get tired of it. Uh, it's just perfect background music. It hits me on a level that it doesn't really require me to focus attention on it. Uh, And it seems uh, to brighten my mood. Uh, I was playing it during work. I was playing it when I was mad at the kid. It just seemed to be like the musical uh, potion for for everything. Uh, I've been a rap and rock guy for most of my life. But if you guys keep pumping me full of this soulful atmospheric music, like you have the last couple albums, uh, you seriously might just convert me. No no cap, as the kids would say these days. Uh, As someone that has to split my music time between... Actually, listening to it and just having it on in the background while I'm doing other things, uh, I'm always happy when I can find an album that can be engaged with in either way, and this is one of them. Ali, what about you?
3: Thanks, Scott. Scott Coates, I appreciate that you saved us from some picks with slower songs. <laughs> you know how I dislike slower songs, but I I don't know that I would consider the Mirror Conspiracy to be a soul album so much. I've never heard of the Thievery Corporation before, but when I posted that this was the album we were gonna be reviewing on my Facebook page, I had a bunch of friends kinda of hop on and comment about how much they like the album. And I think that set up my expectations to be higher than reality for me. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh I've never really been into trip hop or chill hop or electro jazz or you know whatever however you want to classify this album and every track kind of feels a bit different it's got a different sort of vibe to it which isn't a bad thing and actually in saying that in my notes here I also wrote down that despite the fact that the tracks kind of sound very different from one to the next it wasn't so different that it felt disjointed it all still felt cohesive like it belonged on the same album, which was pretty cool. There were a couple of tracks that kind of stood out to me as as ones that I sort of gravitated back to. I really liked Lebanese Blonde. Uh, it had this Middle Eastern vibe to it. And I liked the Hong Kong triad as well. Uh, that, was it Le Monde you were mentioning before, Scott? The one with the French lady singing? I didn't mind that as well. I don't speak any French, despite having a very, very full French name. I'm a disappointment to a lot of Canadians, uh, <laughs> but I liked that one as well. The The whole album kind of reminded me of music that I used to play back when I was DJing like weddings or corporate events and like people would be eating dinner and they just wanted some like background noise. I would throw on like this French electro jazz stuff. So I'm I've got kind of conflicted feelings about this album because of that. Because it just reminds me of like sitting there, being bored, watching other people eat. And unfortunately, because this music didn't really emote any sort of like cathartic vibes for me, I also didn't find myself that engaged with it. And usually for albums like this, I would uh, I would experiment with mind-altering substances of the fungal variety. That is to say, I would drop a couple grams of shrooms and listen to the album. Because usually that like opens up my mind and my perspectives are, are shifted and music just sounds better but I didn't get a chance to do that this month so I don't know it might have to be one that I revisit down the line the next time I decide to trip balls on my couch <laughs> but yeah I don't know I, I don't have too much to say about this one unfortunately for me it, it was I think it was probably a bit of a miss well you're you're
1: definitely more uh familiar with the North American electronic and dubstep and all that stuff than I am so my question earlier about is this like a
3: north american sounding album to you or is this like a euro yeah to me and like again this is not my wheelhouse so i'm talking purely from my own opinion which is pulled directly from my ass it sounds to me a lot more european in nature again kind of evoking the the this french acid jazz fucking electro shit that i used to play when i was djing and and that was definitely european uh so i don't know that's a tough question for me to answer because it doesn't really remind me of anything super american
2: cool well i'll jump in it's darren here um yeah i hmm. i'm kind of a bit torn on this album actually to to be honest um uh i think scott mentioned but it came out in 2000 it was her second album It's quite long. It's 56 minutes, almost 57, which we've talked about the sweet spot of 45. So it is a bit long, but I guess for what it is as very much an atmospheric kind of background soundtrack type of thing, I can see why it is a bit longer because it's just, you just let a loop, I guess, (laughs) right? So you could kind of just keep extending it. Yeah, you know, I remember the 2000s when this came out, there was a very big kind of lounge scene. It was kind of moving from like the the party highballs and paralyzers all night into the lounge scene. Actually, not too dissimilar to what's happening now. Um, uh, there was a bit of a resurgence in kind of the cocktail scene, the lounge scene the last few years. But back 22 years ago, same thing was happening. And I remember this kind of music coming out. Now, I did not know the Thievery Corporation back then. Uh, I might have heard some of this just on some kind of soundtrack i do remember buying a few i guess cds at the time um that would just be this usually world it's funny and i do think it does sound more worldly. they they are using the bassinova and uh dub beats and kind of race so they are kind of mixing world styles so there is soul in there i I kind of wrote down (laughs) soul-esque Um, uh, so I'm not mad that Scott picked it I think it definitely was influenced If not anything from that category As with many um, But yeah, it just didn't really speak to me Or it honestly just kind of blends in To the other songs that I remember From, from that time you know, uh, I, I think for me, it just uh, it had its place. It wasn't really mine. I was actually quite interested to see what Scott Gregory thought and uh, and Alan, which are slightly younger. And I know Scott Coach is just a few years younger than me, but like. Because I think I knew friends that were, you know, maybe six, seven years younger than me that loved, they were kind of the rave scene. They were into this kind of slower kind of lounge music and they loved it. And I bet if they were here, they would be like, oh, I know this band and I love them. But, you know, for me, I I think it's just a a bit of a personal miss there. You know, I think the test of time is you listen now and it just sounds like it could be just background noise. Like Scott had said, you said you'd love to put it on and it'd make you happy. I would... I wouldn't argue, but I would say if you put on another album from the 2000s that was just like that mixed CD that I had, would it be any different? And I personally, I don't think so. Uh, but that's just again, personally me. I'm sure people love them, and I'm not taking away from their production style and uh, how they seemed everything together. Anyway, I think I've said enough. Why don't we jump back to uh, who picked it, Scott Coates? So, what did you think of this, my friend?
0: Yeah, thanks, Darren. And you know, I I do realize I didn't. I kind of blew the soul round we're doing here and i just listened to a lot of other ones and for some reason i couldn't do slow tunes and all the ones i was interested in were slow but i do recommend everyone listens to the ones i recommended this one yeah I like it. I like it a lot. It is in my wheelhouse. I know. I knew about it for a little while. Uh, I really like the way it starts off. Treasures is a nice starting track, and I also like a guide for I and I is the out. Lebanese Blonde, I think, is the big standout. I believe it's their only major hit they've ever had as a band, but it was pretty big. I actually learned about this band. I think when this came out, but I didn't listen to any other other songs because a guy from Calgary that Darren and I know ended up with Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction in Mexico directing a video for these guys. So that's how I heard about them way back when. A lot of other solid tracks. I like the Hong Kong triad that uh, somebody had mentioned here. I see the others, I like all the tracks. I don't feel any are a dud, but they sort of blend together to me. What I do like about this album is that I can write and work to it, cook, relax, zone out. I even listen Listen to it while having an early morning bike ride this morning. I wouldn't say it's ideal for exercise, but wanted to listen to it again. But I kind of like it for just that general background. I always imagine Darren either smoking or doing edibles to this album because it does sort of seem like the ultimate for that. Alan, I think you should let us know after you've done shrooms. Overall, say it's a nice total package. In a Perfect World, I'm Always Going On About Time. Darren mentioned it. They could probably drop two to three tracks. I really do love the blend of reggae, sitar in there, funk. Uh, And and it does have that total world sounds. I'd agree it sounds more European or like a global world music kind of band. Um, But I dig it. I like it. I think it's super unique. I think it could as easily have come out yesterday as 22 years ago. It's sort of a bit of a timeless sound. So I like it a bit more than, than all of you, but uh, always interested to hear how we all come out on this. So why don't we go around to Radiance? Uh, Scott Gregory, how did uh, you feel about it?
1: Yeah, like I mentioned before, I, I really liked it. You know, I have a bit of a French background that I mentioned, and so I enjoyed that portion of it. And I seem to be really vibing with this atmospheric feel to it the soul I think still did come through and I've always loved Basanova. so all of this fused together uh, gives me an influence of four for a rating recommend I love it so I, I think everyone should listen to it I'm gonna give it a five just on the the strength of just being a really well put together album it knows what it is and it leans into it so good on it for that and so overall blended out uh, 4.5. Okay, cool. Alan?
3: I hope this doesn't come across as inauthentic, but when Scott Coates, you were mentioning that you liked music like this for working and stuff, it kind of made me do a second take on on my feelings for this album because I did listen to it a bunch while I was working and it actually did make really good background noise. You know, maybe my position of like music has to be cathartic doesn't always have to be the case. So I'm going to actually up i'm warming up to this album based on on that realization that i've just had uh unfortunately these scores are still kind of lackluster it's it's gonna be uh (laughs) at 2.5 for recommend uh sorry 2.5 for influence my taste um i've bumped that up from a one because i think maybe this this could go on a uh, background noise working playlist And would I recommend it? I'm going to give it a two. It's very interesting, at least to listen through once. It may not be to everyone's liking, but that's okay. Uh, And then an overall opinion. I'm going to give it a, uh, I got my notes here as 2.5, somewhere between 2.5 and 3. Let's say 2.75. I'm warming up to it.
0: Okay, cool. That's all fair and good. Darren?
2: yeah i mean hey it it is it is a good album there's nothing wrong with this uh they obviously are very uh adored um again i i would just come back to it almost reminds me of the era and being in the lounges in the 2000s but it doesn't remind me of the artist so it's like i think that's saying something to me um but you did mention you know probably would go well with cannabis and there's a great local uh uh licensed producer in canada called general admission and they just started to do this uh infused banana kush that's where they make the joint and they add some keef and then they dip it in oil and like whoo doggy it did make this album pretty groovy so uh but then then i listened to like sesame street and that was also cool but uh yeah anyway for me uh hey influence i it didn't really personally influence me. I think it's just in there. I'm on the lower end. I think it's a two for me. Uh, would I recommend it? Unfortunately, I, hey, if you're a little bit younger than me, maybe a bit higher, but that's a, that's a two for me. I, I just think this blends in, and I'm landing overall at a two. Just it's just It's a good album. I just don't think it stands the test of time, maybe as well as some others from that era. I'm going to give this one big marks.
0: Influence, 4.5, because I I did listen to this album years ago, and it took me down the road of getting into bands like Morshiba, and I'm blanking out on some others. I recommend Morsheba. It's a little bit more soul, but very chill background. And one that I really was going to pick for soul, but I didn't because I know the album really, really well. And I like to stick to something I don't know as well as who is Jill Scott by Jill Scott. So if I had to say the soul pick, I would say go listen to that album. But Influence 4.5, recommend. I'll give it a five because I think it's so eclectic. And overall, I'll go for a four. On this one, so I really enjoy these picks that we get, kind of all over the board. Obviously, this is totally in my wheelhouse. hundred uh, percent of Scots agree that this is a pretty solid one. The other two sort of so-so on it, but I appreciate us <laughs> listening to it, and I and I always like to hear the feedback on it. And I do encourage you guys to listen to those two other albums I mentioned. Who is picking next? I can never seem to remember. It is Alan. Okay, Alan. Yep. Uh, do me. we have to wait, or can you give us a hint?
3: Yeah, I can tell you. I think I've got it narrowed down. I elicited some help from my good friend Brian, who knows a lot about soul music, and he gave me a few options that I kind of checked out. And I think the one that resonated with me is Dap Dippin' with Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. I believe that was released in 2002. Oh, that's so good. You know that one? So good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I listened to a couple tracks and it was immediately like, all right, this is... This might be the jam. And it comes in at just under 45 minutes. I think it's actually like 38 minutes or something like that. So it's kind of in the sweet Ah, spot. Um, Cool. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Awesome. Sounds like a good pick. Thank you to everyone who's listening to this. We hope you enjoyed the pick. Sounds like we got an exciting one for March. So check back on March 1st on the website. You can read about the album. Enjoy the listen. Stay healthy. And we'll be back very shortly on the Sonic Collective.